There is a lot of NBA lottery talent up and down this Kentucky basketball roster, but we're going to talk today about somebody that's projected to be a lottery pick that's coming off the bench. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what is going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on in to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. You can download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for twenty dollars off your first. Purchase on today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, we are going to be discussing a lottery pick that might be coming off of the bench for UK. Reed Shepard, currently mocked to go in the NBA lottery by one source. How credible is that source? Well, we'll get to that in just a minute. Also on today's episode, going to ask the question, how many points will DJ Wagner average this season? And a, a very legitimate lottery pick for the Wildcats this year, DJ Wagner I think that he's going to have a great season. How many points is he going to average? Going to dive in what the backcourt looks like for UK and how the scoring may even out. Thank you so much for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. I want to remind everyone out there that we are free and available on all podcast platforms. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the show. If you're watching on YouTube, it would mean a ton to us there if you subscribed as well. Well, so let's go ahead and get into it. Andrew Stefaniak, writer at Wildcats Today. I also write over at Wildcats Today as well. He alerted me to the fact that he was going to be writing this piece earlier today, and I just could not help myself. Uh, I had to dive into this and take a look at where these Kentucky players are falling in this mock draft from SportsGrid. So SportsGrid put out a mock draft of the 2024 NBA draft. David Connolly is the author of the article. Four Wildcats, four Kentucky Wildcats, count them up, one, two, three, four, all in the top 15, a.k.a. the NBA lottery. At number four, you've got Justin Edwards. We've talked about Edwards here on the show about how impressed we were with his progression during the Global Jam. Not the best performance offensively, but I really got to see him Utilize that three-point shot, kind of stretch the court out, really look impressive getting to the rim. Rebounding was something that I was very impressed with. Probably one of my bigger takeaways with Justin Edwards is how good of a rebounder he could be for the Wildcats this season. I think that he is deserving of a top five NBA draft projection right now. Now, we'll have to see how he plays, but I like where this is at. At number seven, you have DJ Wagner, somebody we are going to talk about later on this in the show. I think that he is controlled. I think he is confident. I think that he is aggressive when he needs to be, solid on both ends of the floor, plays very well on and off the ball, just a really smart, confident player. I like his swagger. I like his game. I think that he gives this Kentucky offense something that they did not have a lot last season, control in certain situations. I think you got to see that during the Global Jam when things got serious. DJ Wagner and co. able to kind of pick things up and, and get things done 
uh, whenever they needed to get a couple of buckets to close out a game. And I think that Wagner, more often than not, is going to be able to put that on display for you, not just in the waning moments of any given tight contest this upcoming season, but also, I think, just whenever you need to put a team away early, whenever you re- need to make a statement, I think that guys like DJ Wagner are going to be there and are going to be able to execute. So Wagner at number seven overall, love it. At eight, uh, at number eight overall, we've got Aaron Bradshaw. We've talked about his versatility, versatility and his potential. He can handle the ball a little bit. He can shoot the ball from outside the arc. We got to see that during the McDonald's All-American game. We also got to see that a lot during his high school film. He is not afraid to shoot the ball. Also a great rebounder, a very strong defender on top of that, despite having, having a bit of a wiry frame at seven feet tall. He's going to play the four for the Wildcats. At number eight overall, I like this selection as well. So Edwards, Wagner, Bradshaw, I think all of those guys could definitely be lottery picks this season. And then David Connolly of Sports Grid takes it in a very interesting direction. Reed Shepard is his number 14 overall player in his 2024 mock draft. Now, before I kind of break down why Reed Shepard could be a lottery pick for Kentucky, I want to preface this by saying I don't think Reed Shepard is going to be a lottery pick this upcoming season. I think that he has the potential to pan out into something really special for Kentucky if he sticks around for a couple of years. I think that he will get his time next year when DJ Wagner leaves to kind of help lead things in the backcourt alongside Rob Dillingham. That is, if Dillingham stays. But I don't think that you're going to be seeing... Reed Shepard leave for the NBA this year, unless he has just some sort of shocking breakout type of season. I just don't see him making that jump, not into the top 15. I think that he could get drafted if he wants to. The smart decision, I think, would be to play a year behind Wagner, play a year behind Antonio Reeves, and then come back next season and be one of the lead guards on, on the squad. And I, I think that he could absolutely develop and handle that. Um, and I think that there, that's definitely on the plate. Number 14 overall, however, I think is a bit of a stretch for this season, especially considering he's not going to be, I think, getting the minutes that are uh, reflective of a top 15 pick. I don't think that he's going to be getting the buckets, which we'll talk about in a second with DJ Wagner and how I just truly do think that Wagner and Reeves and a couple other guys are probably going to lead this team in scoring. Shepard's going to get his this year, but he's not going to get much more than that, I don't think. I don't think. Now, we may sit here and ask ourselves, okay, why would Reed Shepard be a top 15 lottery pick? Well, I think it's a lot of the things that we saw during the Global Jam. I think that statistically, this guy did a lot of really good things for Kentucky. First of all, he led the team in assists. He shot pretty well from beyond the arc after a couple of really cold games to begin the Global Jam. I think that he was a great defender. He was, uh, I think, an anticipatory is a word that you could use here when it came to how he played on the defensive end, just expecting things to unfold and then going out and gambling a little bit and getting some steals. And I was impressed from both ends how well he played the game. He's a very smart player, much like DJ Wagner, a very smart player basketball player I think that based on his IQ and what he's shown and what he may show this season I think that you could make the argument that he's a first round draft pick that is if he gets the minutes if he gets like 20 minutes a game 
18, 20 minutes a game, and he's able to put up like eight, four, and er, and eh, eight, three, and what three assists a game. If he's able to do that, eight, three, and three, and he's able to shoot pretty efficiently, and is displaying the things that we saw in the Global Jam: the rebounding, the steals, the defending, the on-ball defense. You got to see the ball handling, the distribution, the individual scoring efforts, not just from outside the arc, but also inside. If he's able to prove that he has that all-around game, he could absolutely be a first-round draft pick. I just don't know if that's how things are going to pan out this year. That's not what I'm projecting. But I really do like this from Sports Grid to kind of give some love to a, to, to a player that's kind of on the back burner a, a little bit for Kentucky basketball. And I, I think that Shepard, again, he's going to get his moments this upcoming season. He's going to get those. Is it enough to show first-round draft pick potential or ability this season immediately? I, I just don't know. I'm not sure. So David Connolly of Sports Grid, really interesting mock draft here uh, with three players from Kentucky that I think will be first-round draft picks. Shepard's got the talent to play at the next level. I don't know if he's if he's going to be a first-round draft pick this season. So if you've got any thoughts on Reed Shepard and where he may fall in the NBA draft or how he projects out with this Kentucky basketball team, you can leave that in the YouTube comments below. All right, I want to get to another backcourt player that I certainly do believe uh, will be a, a an NBA draft lottery pick this season, and I think that he's got the potential to be uh, something really special for the Wildcats. DJ Wagner, how many points is he going to score this season? What type of leadership are we going to expect from the statistics from him and Antonio Reeves? Are they going to be leading the charge there when it comes to scoring the basketball? I want to give my thoughts on that here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Game Time. we got a game this weekend at home against Akron for the Kentucky Wildcats of uh, the football variety. Uh, for UK this uh, uh, upcoming weekend. If you want to get tickets to that event, but you don't want to stress about it, it's coming up real quick, you should head over to Game Time because buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all different kinds of sports, not just football, but they've also got basketball, baseball, and then they've got different events as well like music, comedy, theater, all good stuff near you. They've got killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee means you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all of the fun you'll have. You need to forget about planning months in advance for different events. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, and the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. So if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. You can also get pictures of your seat before you buy so you'll know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You can buy tickets in a matter of just seconds. Two taps there and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you'll never have to dig through your email. Pretty sweet deal with Game Time. You can snag the tickets without the stress by downloading the Game Time app, creating an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. 
All right, continuing along here on the Tuesday edition of Locked On Kentucky, Lance Dahl, hanging out here with you. Really appreciate you guys banking Locked On Kentucky, your first listen every single day. Appreciate you guys, whether you're on YouTube, podcast. I really love the podcast numbers thus far. If you have not subscribed to the podcast and yet you are a regular listener of the show, or maybe you're just starting out, would appreciate it if you subbed and joined the club here as we get deeper and deeper into football season and as we get closer and closer to the basketball season. One quick note here before we move along. And I I really do think that this is a treat. This is something that I've really enjoyed two weeks in a row doing. Something that is not Kentucky-related directly. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me walk you through it. So in case you did not see at the beginning of the college football season, I decided to introduce a point tracker for an individual team. The Iowa Point Tracker. Brian Ferentz, if you're not aware, if you're a college football fan and you're not aware to gather around, Brian Ferentz, the offensive coordinator of the Iowa Hawkeyes, is not doing well at his job. So the university decided to make some changes to his contract this season by telling him if you do not average 25 points per game, the team does not average 25 points per game, and the Hawkeyes do not win seven games or more, we are going to potentially fire you, but definitely give you a pay cut and a slap on the bottom as well. And the reason that he has not been fired yet is because he is the son of the head coach, Kirk Ferentz, obviously. So he has to average 25 points per game. Week one against Utah State failed to score 25. He scored 24 against Utah State. Disappointing. You know, you can rebound from that. It's okay. Week two against Iowa State. Did he get there? No. Unfortunately, he has failed two weeks in a row. He scored 20 points, giving him a total of 44 on the season. For the rest of the year, Brian Ferentz needs to average 25.5 points per game to get to his coveted total of 325 points at the end of the year. Uh, Godspeed to Brian Ferentz. I think that it is hilarious, and if Kentucky ends up playing them in a bowl again, I think it's going to be even Funnier if the Wildcats are the ones that keep him out of it. All right, continuing along. DJ Wagner. I think he's one of the best freshmen in college basketball this season. Writer uh, Andrew Stefaniak at Wildcats today agrees. He can score from all over the court, Andrew says, including getting to the rim and draining threes from deep. One thing that will affect Wagner's ability to put up lots of points this season is how good Antonio Reeves will be for Kentucky. Reeves averaging 15-plus points a game could hurt Wagner's ability to score a lot for the Cats, Even with Reeves putting up a big stat line, and this is Andrew speaking, I expect Wagner to average double-digit points for the Cats during his freshman campaign. He goes on, Wagner will, will be one of the first few names off the board in the 2024 NBA draft, and I expect him to prove why he wears Kentucky blue. The Kentucky offense will score a lot of points this season, and Wagner will be a big part of that. I completely agree with Andrew, and I want to take this a step forward. I'm going to put a number on this. I normally don't do this, and I'm just going to do it just kind of for fun because if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You know what? Who cares? I think DJ Wagner will average more than 13 points per game this season. I'm going to put it at 13. If it's 12 and a half, you know what? I guess the Mafia is just going to have to come and get me and take me out because I was wrong. I'm going to say 13 points per game or more for DJ Wagner this upcoming season. Now, why do I think that D.J. Wagner is going to be that prolific of a score despite what's going on in the rest of the backcourt? Well, first, let's address what's happening in this backcourt. Kentucky's loaded. 
I mean, we've talked about that for several months now. The Wildcats are loaded in their backcourt. You've obviously got Wagner. You've got him leading the charge at point. Backing him up at point is a very creative, very fast-paced and fun guard in Rob Dillingham. He is going to take shots too. I don't think he's going to be a ball hog, but I think he's going to get his. He's going to put some shots up as well. How does John Calipari manage the rotation between one and two, and and how do these four different guys work out? I'm going to be interested to see that. Because I think Wagner is deserving of 22 to 25, 26-ish minutes a game. I mean, I, I don't think I'm off there. I don't think I'm off there. Because I think that Dillingham is going to be a certified back. I think that you are going to see the production, production, you're going to see the minutes, and you're going to look at it at the end of the season and say, Wagner 1, Dillingham 2. This is not going to be a thing where they get split time. I, I just don't think that that's going to be the situation here. So Wagner, I don't think, is in any trouble when it comes to the point guard spot of him having points taken away from him. I think that Dillingham's going to make the most of his opportunities whenever he gets in and whenever he plays, but Wagner's going to be the leader here at PG. At SG, this is where your concerns start to happen, and this is what Andrew was saying. Antonio Reeves scoring the basketball may take away from DJ Wagner and what he may be able to do for the Wildcats in terms of points per game, which, again, I've said it at 13. He's going to average that or more. So why, with Antonio Reeves in the backcourt, is Wagner still going to be able to score so much? This may be a pretty bullish answer. This may end up being a stupid answer. I think Kentucky's going to score a lot more than they did a season ago. I, I mean, I, I just think that the Wildcats are built this year to score the basketball. They've got several players who can create on their own that look like they worked in the Global Jam really well with each other. I mean, really well with each other. You've got several players up and down this roster that are going to be able to put the rock in the basket. You're going to score more than you did a season ago. You're going to be, I think, more efficient than you were a year ago. And so, therefore, with the bit, with the added pace, with the added points, you're going to see numbers for the number one and the number two guy, I think, go up. And I think across the roster, you're going to see different guys, you know, hover somewhere between the three to eight category. I think you're going to see a lot of players that hover between that for Kentucky this season. And then you're going to have guys like Wagner and Reeves, who I think stand above the rest by maybe a point and a half, two points, maybe three, if we if we want to really kind of like divvy this up here in our minds. But I think that Kentucky scoring more, therefore means the guys are going to individually score more. Reeves is going to still continue to score and get buckets, but I think that Wagner is going to get his. I think that there are going to be plenty of opportunities for the four players in Kentucky's backcourt to get the points and get the numbers and get the minutes that they want and be satisfied. Reed Shepard, again, like I was saying, he's going to get his opportunity. He's going to get his minutes. And what he does with those will impact how he projects out in the NBA draft next season and how he handles himself there. But I think that Wagner and Reeves are going to be your, your big guys there. 13 points per game or more for DJ Wagner. What do you think about that? You can leave that in the YouTube comments below or hit me on the socials. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. You can follow the show 
on Twitter at LockedOnUK. You can follow me on Twitter at LanceDahl underscore. You can follow the show over on Instagram. That is at Kentucky Podcast. Any questions, comments, concerns, leave that in the YouTube comments below. Hit me on the socials. I will see you all tomorrow for another episode of Locked on Kentucky. Have a great rest of your day and God bless.